Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Just, just we're gonna lie down anywhere you want to lie down. Um, if you need to use your dog as a bolster for your knees, that is a not because your body needs it, but because the dog wants you to uh, do your yoga around, over, under, through. Uh, do that, but as close as you can get to constructive rest is is perfect. Mm, more so in the spirit of constructive rest than any particular alignment. And then we might feel here with the soles of the feet spread to the floor and the knees gently brought together that your low back gets a little spread and some space. If that's true for you, that's what we're going for. And if your low back needs something else, then for sure do something else. Take a few moments here to bring your hands to your center line and recognize your space. Start to create inhale, exhale rhythm that's your pace. which is separate from the pace of the day, separate from what it took to get here. Allow your awareness to deepen. What else do you notice as you notice your breath? As we go to that deep layer an essential layer of breath. On our way there, we notice the tone and the tenor of the body, the physical body, the emotional body. Our mental state, nervous system. And you may notice a combination of all these things or there may be some prominent signs that you're getting, some big signals. Whatever you notice is good. The fact that you notice is good. we do with that information and just depends. You might use it to shape your practice, to have an intention, moving yourself toward balance and harmony and peace. Or you may just notice things and then move on to the next thing, keeping 
general awareness as an intention. All right, now that we're all back together, draw knees to chest, give them a good hug in. We didn't do anything without you, Deanna. A little rock side to side. Mm -hmm. Avoiding golden retrievers. And back to center, one knee in each hand, spin them around. So we're gonna start with some active hip openers today. We'll move through then some flow and then into some upper body opening. And then you'll cruise into Friday night. Come back to center, soles of your feet back to the floor. We're gonna cross the right foot over the left thigh and then use the left leg to hug the right leg in. That's an exhale. Inhale, take the legs over to the left and exhale, bring them back to center and new center. And then again, you're gonna go over to the left and back to center. Got a little twist going, but it's real controlled in back and recentering yourself. One more of these. Keep using the left leg to hug the right leg in. Then we're gonna go to the other side. From center over to the right and then back to center and over to the right right thigh release to the floor back to center two more like that really precise Coming back to center, pause. There's a wide sweep side to side. So you've got heel to the floor over to the left, thigh to the mat over to the right. Two more of those. Back at center, I'll undo it, bring knees into chest. And soles of the feet to the floor. Cross left foot over the right thigh. Use the right leg to bring left leg toward you. And then inhale, left heel over to the right. Inhale, bring it back to center. And exhale, bring it back to center. It's my pen. It really, you could do either, as long as you're breathing. Side and center. Side. Center. Good. One more of those. Level back out. And then the other side. Slow control movement and really being precise about getting to center. Getting a little more abdominal work than the uh, the flow through variety. Just taking the time to slow down, to pay attention what's an inhale, what's an exhale. 
what's the inner landscape of you like as we do this move side to side right to left a big sweep and this one can get more into that fluid quality big dynamic movement and make your way back to center. We'll take one knee in each hand and spin the leg bones around. And let both knees move out to the side. And take the arms to the insides of the knees, uh, insides of the thighs, and hold on to your shin bones, actually. Gentle press outward, right? unless you don't need that. If you're already feeling plenty, thank you, uh, then you stay. Breath in, and breath out. And then slide the soles of your feet toward the ceiling. You can catch your ankles or mid-shin or even uh, the inner edge of your heel. You can catch the insides of the legs and Press the leg bones out to the side. So happy baby. Uh, focusing on the outer thighs, moving away from you. Breath in. Breath out. Let's bring feet together and knees together. Nose to knees and knees to nose. Coming up to you seated and turn to the side of your mat that you'd like for straddle. We'll start though with right leg crossed in front of the left in Sukhasana or Siddhasana. You'll lift up, walk your hands out in front on fingertips and we're making a hastabandha when we do this. You're on your fingertips, they're light. You're doming your hands so that the cup of the palm is, is uplifted and we'll rock side to side. Sometimes we work on fingertips like this, we end up with like tree frog hands where the fingertips are like real heavy or like pulled in uh, real light so that uh, the, the, the dome structure of the hand is, is there. Rock side to side. And then come into center and slightly pull the pads of the fingers back toward you as you pull your heart forward. Now do a little bit of the tree frog action. Not so much a heaviness in the hands, but that sensation of pulling them back. A little bit of cobra sphinx here. And then round the back and let yourself fold over the legs. I feel good, breath in. Breath out. On inhale. Come on up to seated. Lean out and uh, recross the legs on the other side. And then back to just this lightness at your fingertips. So, and actually do this, lean into your hands, feel what it's like to hold your weight in your hands. And now pull that weight back with your core body. Right, so now you've, you've gotten the fingertips to be very, very light. And you feel the dome structure of the hand little side to side here and you're keeping the hands light working for it's 
totally fine if if you do end up with weight in your hands. That, that's not wrong. There's a point of awareness right here, point of practice to, to the fingertips there for, for balance, for support, for getting your torso out a little bit. But that your core body is still doing some of this and you aren't inadvertently putting a lot of pressure on your fingertips. Then come on back to center. And now with the fingertips, pull into the mat. So you, you get that little bit of, of the suction cup fingertip. Feel your spine draw in, your heart draw forward. The hands are still light, but they're working. And you feel tricep muscles engage, forearm muscles engage. The arm's very, very awake. Breath in. And then breath out, the torso and arms get heavy and bow over your legs. Fill your back body with breath. Pump through the upper back and neck. Like to the back of your head. Breath in. Breath out. Inhale, come on up to seated. Lean out and take your legs out into straddle. And put straddle again, a little fingertip on the floor. Uh, set up, hands pretty light. And the rock side to side here, stay pretty upright at first. So you're going a little more of a side bend. And that's like, like shoulder to knee, shoulder to knee. And walk the hands out, walk uh, chest out a little further. And again, lighten the fingertips. As we move rib cage side to side, a seesawing motion or, or sawing motion really, side to side. And then into center and give that little pull into the fingertips. Draw the heart forward, a little bit of cobra. And then release down to forearms or to hands on a block, arms on a block, to your head drop. Flex your feet and your toes. Breath in and out. On inhale, up to seated. You'll lean out, bring the soles of your feet together for Baddha Exhale, bow forward. Then inhale, you're going to sit up, legs out, and exhale, bow into the straddle. Inhale, coming up, feet together, Baddha and bow. The idea is to, when we come up, we take the hands out of it. Legs move themselves to a straddle. As you bow, you, you use your hands to keep your, 
your face from planting. Then pick up the hands and do the work in and out of the fold with the core body. The legs place themselves in the straddle. Then you lean out of that. The legs place themselves in the Bhattakanasana, butterfly straddle. And uh, coming out of the straddle, be aware of any pushing into the floor that you're doing with the hands. So I take the hands away first, then rise up. Straddle and hands down to keep the face from planting. But light in the hands are not pushing you. You're using the strong back muscles and core muscles to bring yourself up one more round through this. Make it back to Bhattakanasana, butterfly. We'll pause there. Hands to shins. A little cat-cow action with this. So inhale, lift your heart, draw your spine in. Exhale, round your back and almost hang off the shins. And full spine in, lift your heart up. And exhale. And inhale. One more exhale. Round. And inhale. Lift to seated. When you exhale, take your left hand to your right knee. Right hand behind. Light fingertips. I think you're going to ground the fingertips here and press down to go up through center of your chest. So you will feel a work down into the hand and the consequent lift of the spine. And then same thing with the hand at the knee. Uh, hold the knee to the outside. So you might need to bring the knee up a little bit. And then you're going to press the hand up into the knee. Press the knee out into the hand. And feel that action behind the shoulder blade. Breath in. Breath out. Come back to center. Unwind. Pause. Feel the two sides of your body. And then the other side. Take left hand back behind. Ground down. Lift up. And knee into hand. Hand back into knee. And rotate. Press the leg bone out into the hand, hand back into leg bone. Stronger sensation to the core. Also, a little breathing room behind the right shoulder blade. And slowly back to center. Undo it, lift up, and then cross the feet, the ankles, and come around to child's pose. Hips to your heels, and 
and rest your head on the floor or on a block. Let your arms soften and breath in, breath out. Now walk the hands out onto again the fingertips and the, the hastabandha, the you know, doming of the, the hands, the engagement of the arms there being the idea. Rock your hips side to side in child's pose. Back, freeing the spine and rib cage. One more breath here. And then on an inhale, come on up to hands and knees. And walk your hands over to the left. When your right hand gets there, left hand on top of it. So the, the right hands come over to the left side. The left side is going to uh, keep the right hand there. As you sit your hips back toward child's pose, and you can sway the hips over to the left. Breathe in. Let your head drop through the arms. It feels comfortable to you. You can, I have this microphone on like, yeah, fifth grade braces, headgear. Um, it's not letting me do that, but if you have the ability, go for it. And lift the hips up, come back through center, take both arms over to the right. So the left hand is the guest over here, the right hand helps hold it down. And then you send the hips back into child's pose and they swing over to the right as far as is delightful for you. Breathe here. And undo that, come back to center and hands and knees. Next inhale, we're gonna bring the hips through to a really light up dog. And then when you exhale, press into your hands, round your back like cat as you slide your hips back toward child's pose. And go again with your inhale, rock forward a wave-like action brings you into up dog. Press into your hands, pull your abdominals in, rounding back toward cat pose, masquerading as child's pose, or child's pose masquerading as cat pose, I'm not sure which it is. Inhale, forward into that light up dog. Exhale, press the floor. Round back, cat child's. One more. Back again toward the cat child's pose. And then up to hands and knees. Stay or tuck your toes down dog. Mm -hmm. Look forward, 
walk forward. I didn't say halfway lift. And then full bend your knees, chest or thighs. And press down into your feet. Rise up to standing mountain pose. With an exhale, we're going to sit back and reach forward, Utkatasana. And breathe in, come to standing mountain pose. Walk your feet to about hip distance. Exhale, sit back, Utkatasana. Inhale, standing mountain pose, yes. And feet shoulder distance apart. We'll sit back and reach forward. Breath down and stand up. Good. Mat distance apart. Sit back. Down and lift up. We're going to turn toes out to the diagonals. Hands to heart center. We're going to sit into Malasana. On your inhale, stand up and take the arms out into cactus or a w shape pull down you can imagine a pull up and then exhale back into the malasana arms come through center arms then press out into the legs when you inhale sweep the arms up overhead and then pulling them out into the uh, w and then sit back malasana take the arms out into the legs one more time you stand up Pull the arms out into the W shape as if you're doing that imaginary pull up. And back to Malasana. And from here, hands to your mat. Lift your hips, walk your feet together as you come to a halfway lift. You breathe in. As you breathe out, plant your hands, step back, high plank. Low. Chaturanga. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. And breathe out to down dog. Step the right foot forward into a low lunge. If you've got blocks, they're real nice to use here. Rock back with the hips on your inhale. Draw your heart forward. So body stays parallel to the floor. When you exhale, pull into the front foot. Bring the back knee almost to the floor. And then again, press into the front foot. Send the hips up and back, heart forward. And pull into the front heel. Draw yourself into the left, good. Press the foot down and forward. Forward to Press your foot down and forward, heart forward. Front heel, back knee down, and reach up. And when you exhale, right arm down. Could be fingertips to the floor, could be fingertips to a block. Keep them rather light as you take a little side bend, lengthening the left side. It could be nice here to bring left hand to the right side of your head. Let the weight of the head create space on the left side. Breath in. 
Breathe out, back to center, take your time. Hands to the floor or your blocks. Inhale, step back to a high plank. With your exhale, you choose down dog or low push-up. Upward facing dog. The downward facing dog. Your left foot forward, low lunge. You can catch blocks. And then that straightening the front leg, doesn't have to be all the way straight, but heart forward, like halfway lift, and pull into it. Nice. Inhale, leg straightens, and exhale, you bend the front knee, back knee almost to the mat, but not quite. Breathe in, heart forward. Pull into your front heel. Press the floor away with the feet as you lift the hips, draw your heart forward. Pull into the mat with the heel, draw your heart. One more. Back knee comes down. Breathe in and reach up. Breathe out. Left arm down, left hand to the floor or a block. And then reach through the right side. Left fingertips light. You can take the right hand to the left side of the head. Just catch it and let the head get heavy into the hand. And exhale back to center. Plant your hands as you inhale back to a high plank. Then exhale, chaturanga or down dog from chaturanga and upward facing dog. Good. And downward facing dog. Breath in. And breath out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to the top of your mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Breathe in. Ukatasana. Sit your hips back. Lift your chest. When you breathe out, we're going to twist hands to heart center, left elbow hovering over right knee, and back to center, Ukatasana reach. And other side, twist right elbow over left knee, real precise, and breathe in, reach up, Ukatasana. Again to the right, breathe out. And breathe in, center. Breathe out to the left. Twist, heart forward and up. Little back bend to the top of that twist. Unwind, reach up, Ukatasana. 
last set. Twist, left elbow, over right knee. Little bit of back bend at the top of that twist. And reach. And to the left. Right elbow hovers over the knee. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, press into your feet, come to standing, mountain pose. Exhale, bring the arms down beside you and then slightly behind you. We're gonna walk the feet to hip distance. Press your fingertips down, like your arms were a cape that were just dropping down at your side. And then we'll start just a little circle, a little uh, rib cage rotation, a little hula hoop from here. Let the rib cage move, let the arms move. Keep the arms in relatively in a controlled circle. So instead of flinging your limbs, which sometimes if we want to fling the limbs around, but you've got this kind of uh, circle around your body that's staying pretty consistent, right? Uh, you know, not robot arms necessarily, but the rib cage, the collarbones, and the arm bones feel like one cohesive movement. One more round like that. Right. So this is kind of paralleling that uh, way we were working with the hips in the very beginning when we went just to the side and then just back to center. So you're feeling the you know, control in the direction that you've got. And now let the circle get bigger by letting your arms soften. So now they're moving in a bigger circle, but again, you're not flinging them side to side. And I may be seeing some zoom lag, but I may be seeing some uh, wild arms. And if you need wildness, like you go ahead. But letting the arms be loose and still in a defined circle. That's uh, somewhat, it's cohesive through the body and you feel ribcage moving. Now maybe you get the hips involved. The legs start to turn. You feel the ankles moving. Even weight through the three points of each foot. That circle staying really defined, but the arms are loose. We're just going to shore that up. Squeeze legs. Bring your hips to center. Feel where it's just the waist and rib cage moving. And then just a little tick-tock of the rib cage, like the kind that happens when we walk, where the arms are now making just like little mezzalunas around the legs. And then back to center, where the arms fall at the side seams of the body. You press down to your feet, you lift up through the very top of your head, breath in. As you breathe out, slide the arms slightly back and behind. This time, palms face you. The palms can uh, be placed to the hamstrings or even the glute muscles. Use the hands against the legs or against the hips. Create a light back bend. Take your gaze just gently up, back of the neck long. And then exhale, hands to heart center. We'll walk the feet together, samastiti. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale for eagle, wrap your right arm underneath. 
and right leg over top could be to balance could be on a toe let's focus in on the upper body space here so press the forearms in toward one another soften the hands and even spread the fingers wide but take any grip out particularly if you're prone to holding your thumb here watch for that habit lift your elbow points up Lift the center of your chest up, lift the back of your head up. Breathe in and breathe out. On an inhale, we'll unwind it, reach up. And then other side, left arm under the right, wind the arms. Let the legs take a shape that allows you balance enough to focus in on upper body. The lift of the elbow points pressing forward of the forearms the appropriate amount of wind for the forearms that leaves you with the ability to spread your hands if you must hold your thumb but then you're too far in if you can get the wind without grasping with the hands then the the shoulder blades are receiving that benefit of the shoulder broadening that's where we're going with this. You may need to step back a bit to wind just once. Press forearms together and spread the shoulder blades rather than uh, grabbing your thumb and pulling. That will uh, get you sore thumb, tendonitis, or uh, if you're this girl who didn't listen to that, arthritis. So, PSA. Breathe in, unwind, reach up. Years and years of holding the thumb. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low position. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look through your hands. Walk or lightly hop to seated. Hands behind you onto fingertips. And your arms have a very unique rotation to you. Right? So your fingertips might point outward, they might point forward, they might point backward. Uh, but go back to the light fingertips so we're not dumping the weight into them. It's like uh, your heart is a helium balloon here and the arms are the strings of that balloon. You're gonna lift your chest up, spine in, and the fingertips are back to the grounded, but the, the, that helium effect of the, the rib cage, Pulling up and away as it stretches the string of the balloon taut. Right, same thing with the arms of the rib cages. Pulling up, spines drawing in. Lengthen the back of your neck. You're going to be, uh, kind of, again, unique in, in where your gaze point will be. But straight out from the center of your eyes. Possibly, uh, even for each of us, it'll be a little, a little different. But it's, it's definitely in front of you rather than above you. Breath in. And as you breathe out, we're gonna take mongoose. We're gonna, uh, for most of us, that will mean turning the elbows back 
and coming down to forearms. And then extend your legs out long. And if uh, getting out of forearms did not work for you, go back up to your hands. I'm gonna stay in the hands, but if you're comfortable on your elbows, keep that. Pull your abdominals in. It's a front of shoulder stretch here. The rounding of the back. You kind of picture that, that mongoose or like a weasel. Um, I really don't like this pose. It's hard for me. But it's good but hard. If I stay on my hands and don't try to get too low. You do you though. And breathe in. And breathe out. And that, keep pulling the abdominals in until you slide down onto your back and hug your knees into your chest. Let your shoulder blades get wide on the floor. So take the knees a little apart and bringing um, knees out toward the sides of the chest. The, the, the shoulder blades and as much of the arms as you can grounded. And breath in. And breath out. And arms out like cactus or goalposts. Knee side to side and belly twisting pose. back at center. You're going to take your legs straight up and squeeze the legs tight as if you're holding something on your feet. It's substantial but light. I'd like to envision a pizza box. Thin crust. You can keep that with the left leg. Right leg down almost to the floor but not quite both legs out to the side, squeeze them tight so the knees are straight, and then bring it back into center. Then right leg up, straight off, right leg's gonna hold that pizza box up, left leg down, and then legs move out to the sides, and only so far that you can still be holding that pizza box. Back to center, and then left leg up, right leg down, take legs out to the sides, press, Edges of feet out towards sidewalls, back into center, right leg up, switch the peace box, left leg down, and then right leg outside, and center, and then both legs up and knees to your chest, and a little rock side to side. And actually, make some circles of your sacrum on the floor, a little clockwise, a little counterclockwise. I'm going to take the right ankle over the left. So you've got a, uh, an ankle cross, a siddhasana cross. And then let the knees drop away from you into a reclined siddhasana. Okay. It's like Svaptabhadakanasana, but the right legs cross in front of the left. The 
inner thigh may you feel this you may feel this hip flexor opening is really pretty pretty prominent for a lot of us and breath in And breath out. And then knees together, hug them back in onto your chest or toward your chest. Unwind the ankle cross, Get a little side to side action, a little circle around the sacrum. And then left ankle over right. Let the knees go, move away from you and into that reclined siddhasana with left shin bone in front of the right. Pause and notice what you feel here. Pause will feel uh, what, what feels like a really long muscle from the, the hip to the leg. Allow the knees to get heavy out to the side and then feel the stretch increase to the point that it works for you. And breath in. Breath out, shin bones heavy. One of the muscles that gets uh, open here, usually for, for a lot of us, is called the sartorius. Uh, so named for a uh, it's a, the tailor muscle from like sitting cross-legged on the floor. It's one of the muscles that uh, you need to have a good like strength and flexibility to, to sit cross-legged um, as a tailor would sit to do your, your hemming. So for those of you that just needed a little extra with your yoga today, you're just going to get that. That's It's Friday afternoon. That's what I have for you. But there's just a, That's it. <laughs> Bring your knees together, hug them into your chest, and we'll walk side to side. And then soles of the feet to the floor, knees together, and reach the arms up toward the ceiling and pull your shoulder blades off the floor. Then extend the arms back toward your back wall, arm bones in line with your eyes. Hover the arms above the floor, reach long. Then as you exhale, if there's heavy weight in your hands, pull the arms back up toward the ceiling. Then pull the elbows out to the sides, hover the upper arm bones above the floor. Keep them hovering, pull the elbows in toward the body. Press back with your head down. With the elbows back out and up or, or back toward your back wall. And then back to the goalpost hovering. Take it to a cactus where you hover the forearms above the floor and then back up to the goalpost. And then both arms reach up. You're gonna use the right hand, wrap it around the left shoulder blade and slide the left shoulder blade over to the left. Then reach the right arm up again. 
Same thing, left hand's gonna come over to the right shoulder blade, pick it up and place it over to the right. And then we're gonna let both arms come down at the sides. Just pausing to feel the space across the back. Breathe in and breathe out. For some of us that action will be really, really distinct and will feel much more at rest after drawing the shoulder blades to the sides. If you find that for you in your body, it could be a good thing to do before Shavasana uh, to help your body rest, to help the, the thoracic spine and the back of the heart, right? To be able to drop down. And if it didn't make much of a difference for you, that's not unusual. Uh, this has to do with how your, your rib cage and shoulder blades are shaped, but it's there if, uh, if it's a good trick for you. Uh, take the knees in and then out to the sides into happy baby and we'll slide your hands up to the inside or the outside of the feet press your sacrum down the uh, arms as they reach up you may uh, feel your shoulder blades lift off the floor that's totally fine keep the back of your head down so uh, catch what you can catch with the head the neck and the uh, sacrum really in a good, nice, kind of yeah, relaxed positioning. Then drop your shoulder blades down toward the floor. If they don't get there, no big deal. But you're holding onto the legs and dropping the shoulder blades down to the mat again. Just creating some action of hands to legs, some uh, dynamic tension in the arms themselves. Uh, probably some, some extra action in the hips as well. Can add that pressure outward of the legs. Your breath in. And then breath out. We'll draw knees in. These feet to the mat. Walk the feet out wide. Windshield wipers, knees side to side. We'll stay with the knees over to the right. Pause there, the right heel can move on to the outside of the left thigh. Breathe here. And on an inhale, undo that. Come on back to center and switch sides. Again, you might put the left heel to the outside of the right thigh. From day to day, the, the need to do that or the effectiveness of doing that could change. Could change from side to side. Each time we take a posture, we're stepping into it with a new body. And from time to time, if your approach needs to shift, right, 
that's a really good sign that you're paying attention. If you never need to shift and you always are doing the same thing over and over again, I, that may be a sign of the opposite. So noticing that you need a different approach, you need a lighter approach, and something that once worked didn't or vice versa. Good thing in and of itself. I like to kind of judge what we can do and can't do on a given day. But giving yourself credit for discernment, we don't always do that. Something you could you could incorporate here. Unwind the leg, bring them back into center and have any finishing poses, stretches, movements, adjustments that you'd like on your way to Shavasana. Really nice work. ready to move again. You start with wiggling your fingers, toes. Roll to your right side. And make your way up to seated. Shoulder shrug. Allow center of your chest to lift, the heart to get light. Arm bones at the side seams of you, softness to your collarbones, upper back areas that allows your breath in and out. Follow your breath deeply into your body. Find the lowest ribs you can. As if you're polishing the inside of the rib cage. Every last space. Any 
emptying every corner, every fold. Remember our hands together at heart center, palm to palm and feeling the space between the cup of the palms. That ability to feel the space that's not part of us, but the hands are sensitive to it as, as if it is. Bringing thumbs to forehead center. A moment to touch the thumbs to the brow. And a joining of heart, mind, body. And then breath as we offer each other. Namaste. Super work, y'all. Have a great weekend. See you soon. Well done, Meyer. I don't think your tail stopped wagging the whole time. <laughs> Have a great night, guys. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.